Uh, I think mainly for Tate's following is quite strong um, and they're growing in number. I wouldn't want to kind of put myself in harm's way, which could be a very high possibility, I think, if I wasn't to be anonymous. And what do you mean by harm's way? Um, I think trolling online is probably quite a big thing. I don't have a massive social media presence, but it's still kind of, it's not really something that you want. Tell us when you say you first met Andrew Tate. Uh, I first met Andrew in 2014 and it was in Luton. So I was on a night out with a friend. And what did you think of Andrew Tate? Uh, I thought he seemed nice enough. We got on well, we got chatting. Uh, he wasn't kind of expressing any of the views he has now. He seemed nice enough. And can I ask what happened later on that evening? Yeah, so we got a taxi back to his house in Luton um, and that was when I slept with him for the first time. There was nothing kind of untoward happened, you know, fairly straightforward. There was no aggression. And then you say you met him three or four months later. What were the circumstances there? I mean, we hadn't been speaking loads. Like, there was no relationship, uh, really. But he had said that he would be near kind of where I was living at the time because he was working as a doorman. So he would come over to my flat after a shift. So, uh, yeah. Were you OK with that? Yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah, no problem at all. We went to my room to have sex and whilst we were having sex, he put his hand on my throat and strangled me until I lost consciousness. Uh, and then when I kind of came back around, it was a bit confusing at first because you, you don't really know what's happened when you kind of pass out. Uh, but he, he was still having sex with me when I kind of it came back around again. And forgive the, the intrusive nature of these questions, but when you began having sex, you had consented, you were okay yes. with that? yeah. When you say you came round, are you saying that he was still penetrating you? He was, yeah. I think as soon as the person you're having sex with is um, unable to communicate what they want to do, then that consent is just completely gone. When you say you came round, what were you thinking? Um, confusion to start off with. And then when I kind of, uh, I realised what had happened, I was quite scared really, because after that had happened, kind of, um, we didn't have sex again after that. But he kind of kept saying, um, I own you, you belong to me, like threatening to kill me. And he ended up, he stayed the night and left in the morning. And then the next day, one of the whites of my eyes had gone completely red. Apparently, that's kind of common in domestic abuse cases where there's a, a lack of oxygen in your brain. So your blood vessels like start bursting to kind of try and get the oxygen there. Did you feel that something had happened that was wrong? I think I knew it was wrong, but I, I didn't think that the severity of it was as bad as I now think it is. I'm guessing it didn't cross your mind to ever think about contacting the police? No. And why, why was that? 
again, like I said, I just didn't see it as being a really serious incident as it is. When did you come across him again? I would say properly would be in 2020 when he sort of started to get quite famous on TikTok. Uh, that was when his videos would like show up on my feed and on Instagram quite a lot as well. What were you thinking about his success? It's really disappointing. Uh, I think particularly kind of like knowing what he's done to me and the views that he shares um, and kind of he's putting into like young men and young women's heads as well. It's kind of, it's just a shame that someone can get so famous from so much hatred. At what point did you think that what you say happened to you, what you say he did to you, was wrong? When in lockdown, when again on TikTok he became famous, I remember like sitting down with a few of my girl mates saying, oh, this is the guy, that's him. And they were like, God, oh, that is awful. Like, because I, I have had friends that have been kind of sexually assaulted before, and my friend was like, you do realise that's that is what has happened to you, that that is sexual assault. But I never really thought of it like that before, really. Some people might say you have come forward because he is high profile now, because he is wealthy now, and it could possibly be financially advantageous to you. What would you say to them? I'm not doing it for the money. I'm just doing it purely for two reasons. One is just to kind of make awareness of what he's like and hopefully get some justice. And the second reason is kind of um, education and consent. Hopefully can teach, you know, women what that looks like and what that means and encourage more women to come forward with stories. In the last few days, Andrew Tate has done an interview with the BBC. In that interview, he said, if any female on the planet has a problem with me, I strongly recommend her to go to the police and try and pursue me for criminal damages. What do you say to that? I would say that he can't, at this point now, he can't deny it. There's a lot of women out there that are coming forward. I think he just needs to just be held accountable and admit to what he's done. Would you want the police to investigate him for alleged rape and the alleged assault of you? At this point, I don't think that would be necessary, you know. Why is that? I think that the civil route seems to be kind of the right one to go down. Uh, yeah, um, I don't think it's necessary for my personal incident for the police to get involved. Andrew Tate himself has dismissed uh, the testimony of another woman who was anonymous for similar reasons and was using a pseudonym and essentially suggested that they don't exist if they're anonymous. What would you say to that? I mean, I exist. I'm sat here now and lots of other women equally do exist. There's enough evidence out there to show that, you know, these women that he's harmed do exist. So I, I think he needs to just get a bit of a reality check and admit to what he's done. Evie, thank you very much for talking to us on Newsnight. Thank you. Thank you. A spokesperson for Andrew Tate has told us in response to that interview, Andrew vehemently denies these accusations and does not condone violence of any kind towards women. All sexual acts that Andrew has partaken in have been consensual and agreed upon before by both parties. 
He's saddened that a few opportunistic women who he has allegedly spent time with nearly a decade ago have decided to try and take advantage of his current situation. We won't be commenting any further on anyone's alleged intention to pursue legal action unless such action is submitted to the authorities.